This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome back. Chucky's coming to you live on 106.7 The Fan and the Team 980 and the DMV. 910 The Fan and 105.1 FM in Richmond. And we're streaming live on the Odyssey app wherever you may be. Brought to you by our friends at Crop Metcalf, the official heating and cooling company of the Junkies. We did put up our Junkies poll of the day presented by Van Meter Homes. You got to help us decide on our $10 to 10K play. Harvard plus eight and a half at Cornell. Roma money line against Frosinone. Villanova laying 10 and a half against the Hoyas. Uh, somebody already tweeted and said, well, you didn't put the odds in the tweet. There's only so much you can fit in well, the space. Also, the odds are roughly even. That's what yes. we're doing. That's the whole bit. That's the goal. Wow, everyone. Well, it's not necessarily the goal. Well, it's just to keep it around money. It's it's going with what we believe is the best. We want to hit. Man, the early money is all on Villanova. Yep. So you can vote at Junks Radio. But joining us right now to talk some Commanders is our pal John Kime. He covers the Commanders for ESPN. So a busy last couple of weeks. They hire a head coach. They hire some coordinators. They fill out the staff. Uh, What are your overall impressions, John? Um, John? Yeah. Oh, I thought I pressed yeah. him. Are you there, buddy? You got me? Oh, no, no. Why does it say John Feinstein on nine? I, I don't know. I, I'll pick Somebody, it up. I can't hear you. It's John. I think we're good. He was you got there. me? He's, he's good. Yeah, you're there. Yep. Okay, there we go. All right, good. <laughs> um, I think the impre- there's a couple things that jump out with this staff, and I think they touched on it. You Both Cliff Kingsbury and Joe Witt Jr. talked about it a little bit yesterday in their, in their pressers. But it's something that stood out to me um, even before that was, like for example, on the on the on the offensive side, um, Kingsbury obviously a very much a, a pass guy with the air raid offense, and I know it's evolved over the years. It's it's not a strictly just pass game, but you have to have run game elements. And in, in Arizona, they ran the ball pretty well, but he they did build a staff that has guys coming from very good run systems. Brian Johnson from Philly, you had Anthony Lynn, who's been a running backs coach for many years, but also. You know, spent a couple of years in San Francisco's run game system. Bobby Johnson from the Giants, the line coach, they had, you know, last year was not a good year for them at all. The year before, they had one of the top run games in the NFL. So you have a lot of that. And then I think the other thing that, that Dan Quinn talked about in his interviews and it's playing out is what's your succession plan on offense if the coordinator gets another job and leaves, which happened to him with Kyle Shanahan. He let, basically let that whole offensive staff go. 
and the offense kind of was never quite the same. Mm-hmm. And, and so here you have like, you know, Brian Johnson, I know, you know, you fired from Philly, you talk to people up there and they say, you know, that they kind of pin it a little bit more on Sirianni's offense rather than Brian Johnson. But the bottom line is he's in a different position, but he's also a young, possibly up and coming coach, right? A year ago, that's what he was considered. But you have a guy who maybe can elevate to that. And if not him, you have to be to Pritchard, you know, quarterback's coach who was here last year and, I think there was, there was um, excitement about his hiring in the organization last year because young coach, a lot of energy, et cetera. Don't know what he's going to become, but you're in that. But you have a – I think you have a stronger pipeline for elevating guys. And then um, David Blaw, the assistant quarterback's coach, um, whom Kingsbury referred to as one of the brightest quarterbacks he'd been around, so as someone he felt like would rise quickly in this profession. So I think you have a so, – and those are all younger guys. And I think, like with that, comes some energy, maybe some, maybe a few more creative ideas on how to do things, which we haven't seen enough of here in the past. And then defensively, Witt talked about bringing in different guys who, again, had experiences in different systems. And one of the things with Quinn, he he's not a guy locked into one way of doing things. Like you, he was reared in that Seattle cover three, goes to Atlanta, kind of starts to a. a, a amended a little bit and then it's very and then he runs a different style in Dallas and you know he he's a guy that will always do things in the offseason to try and grow up improve whatever and I think you see that reflected in the staff that you're bringing guys from different areas or different staffs that maybe have some different ideas now the key is then but you know the key word is collaboration they've used that a lot if you really do that and you kind of incorporate a lot of ideas then maybe you get some different um, energy, um, but also better play. And, and maybe, you know, so I think, like, that's the thing that jumps out to me with this staff. Now, how it plays out in the field, I don't know. That's just, that's the initial impression. John, with three former head coaches in the fold here, Lynn, yeah. Kingsbury, and Dan Quinn, this can't be a cheap staff that's being assembled here either. And that's, you know, that can be an advantage. You obviously know salary cap with what you spend on assembling the coaching staff. It seems like they're not sparing any expense to bring in some guys with head coaching experience to, to help round out uh, some of the edges of the edges of the staff, especially with Lynn. Right. And that's another guy, too, to bring up in that succession plan because he's been a coordinator, too, as well. So, um, but, yeah, I think and with Quinn, Quinn wants to oversee this. And that's why he's giving Witt a lot of, you know, that's going to be his defense. Now it's running a lot of the same principles and all that. But I do think it's always good to have a guy who's another head coach on your staff. And now you have two, but um, just to know how to organize things, to know. And also, as, as he has said, like, you know, and I think Kingsbury said, like, he's been in that chair. He understands the big picture view that Quinn has to take. And I think so, like, there's an understanding that can help. Um, and you know, I think that that's always a good thing, but um, Lynn was a big hire. I felt, um, mm-hmm. just not just cause he was a former head coach and, and he did have success, you know, for a few years. Um, but you know, he's, he's a respected coach and I know he interviewed here last year for the OC job. Um, obviously didn't get it, but, um, I think he's somebody that a lot of people like us, whether he stays as a position coach or rises up, I think he's a guy that a lot of people, um, seem to like and, and respect. John, I listened to your podcast this morning. I, I often do. I recommend to everybody. And you, <clears throat> you commented, like, 
it was obvious to everybody, right, that Kingsbury is, I don't want to, I mean, kind of aloof. Like, he certainly doesn't give a crap about what the media thinks, right? Oh, no, he does not. He does not care. And no. and uh, so I, that was news to me. I didn't know that was his deal. Um, and I just wonder, you said that's not unusual. I think you referenced, right. you know, because offensive guys, they like to be in the film room and watch film and yeah. they're geeky and whatever. I get it. But I also feel like you have to have a certain amount of, like, uh, Gravitas or like uh, persona or you know something to maybe relate to guys. I know he's a former player. He's been around locker rooms his whole life. But I I don't know. Can you, are there other kind of like nerdy kind of guy? I mean, there are a bunch like, of nerdy guys. But like the guy in Miami's a nerd, but he's super charismatic. Like, he, he is, and you know, um, I mean, Ben Johnson is that way. And right. now he was uh, to me when I watched his press conferences. He was a lot more expansive, and, uh-huh. and there was a little bit – I wouldn't say banter, but there was a little bit more personality. Something. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, the big key is when you're – listen, Belichick is as dour as they come in front of the media. And, and but that's they, an act. It, it is an act, right. And and so – but it is – my point in that, though, is it's how you present yourself to your team. Mm-hmm. And really what it comes down to for an offensive coordinator, as much as anything, is – do they believe in what you're telling them? Do right. they b- have belief in the plan that you're presenting? Mm-hmm. Because that's ultimately what matters. And like Kyle Shanahan was really, really good at that. And mm-hmm. he was not always, you know, there was some aloofness to him here. Mm-hmm. Now he was like, I loved interviewing him because he w- you, he could dig deep into, you know, an offensive game plan or, you know, the plan preparation for that, et cetera because there's a deep passion there and he was, he was happy to share it. Um, but he was also had some aloofness to him as well. Mm-hmm. And, but in front of the team, you know, he knew he could present it very, very well. And they always had confidence in what he was telling them mm-hmm. and selling them on the plan. So that's going to be the key. And, you know, I think, I think it seems like it's, he's done a, I think he did a pretty good job with that in Arizona, my understanding, mm-hmm. but that will be the key more so than in front of us. And, some of the questions, too, that he, he was asked that when I referenced some of that is on Caleb Williams. Well, he can't say anything mm-hmm. about him because he knows, like, that's where the head coaching experience also comes into play. Like, well, I know if I say X, yeah. Y, or Z about Caleb Williams, it's like, uh, to be honest, like, for, for us on ESPN, if he says Caleb Williams is the best prospect in the draft, well, of course that's a headline. Mm-hmm. And now it's like, oh, what is Washington? You know, and it's not something that they really want to have. And, you know, and same with the Raiders situation. If you say something in the wrong way, it's a headline. What really and did happen, in, in your opinion, from what you dug around and found out? He got a three-year deal. So that's, right. There's security, right? I mean, you know, I know, like, you know, Magic, all of it. you got a three-year deal, man. Like, this is a – and I also, I also think that – and I don't know that this was part of it, too. I don't. But I know that um, the Dan Quinn hire like, – a lot of people were calling these guys, and that always happens anytime there's a new coach, right? You're going to get guys. But there were a lot of people that, were, that I think wanted to work with Quinn, and I don't know how much of that is at play here. The bottom line is he, just like free agency, you get a good deal, mm-hmm. you're going to go somewhere, and, and I think that was certainly a part of it, how much the Kia, you know. I mean, that's, it was good security, but – um, I do think that there's, you know, if you look at the staff, and it's a pretty good staff, it looks like on paper. And I do think some of that is reflective on what others outside here um, thought about Dan Quinn. 
John, what can you tell us about Lance Newmark, the new assistant GM? He's been with the Lions for 26 seasons. I mean, he yeah. he survived a lot of losing in front of his churn for, for two and a half decades uh, there in Motown. That's that's hard to do, man. It's impressive. Like, it, yeah. It's, anytime, it's like, if you remember a guy like Kirk Olavadati here way back in the day was a linebacker's coach, mm-hmm. and he kept surviving. Like, he survived like three or four regimes because he was respected as a coach for what he did in that role. And, you know, I think, so anytime you do that, it's like it has to be whether or not he can be the lead guy, I don't know. I know he interviewed for that in Detroit. They clearly went they went outside the organization and did well with Brad Holmes. But there's a couple of things. One, obviously Martin Mayhew knew him very well, having worked with them for I think it was like eight years in Detroit, at least, maybe more. I think it was long, maybe longer than that. And so that, that helps. Um, He's sounds like a respected scout, um, but you know, and and I know he had interviewed or been blocked from interviewing for a couple of jobs in the past. So, but I think it's you know they just another I think a respected college scout, if not you know especially in that area, right? So I think that's what he adds, and <clears throat> it's interesting though because it is the one big front office move by Peters which, you know, I don't know how this is going to shake out after the draft, but it also gives them someone else you know, before the draft who is an expert in that area um, to help with their evaluations. Talking to John Kime from ESPN.com, surprised that Mayhew and Herney are staying on in some sort of capacity? <clears throat> um, well, not, I mean, after this, <clears throat> if you would ask me after the season, right after the season when, when Rivera gets fired, yes. But after with Peters coming on board, that changed it because he had worked with him. And then, you know, we reported a couple of weeks ago that he would be staying um, on board. So in that sense, no. And then I think like with Herney is as much he's in, a, he's in an advisory role. And I know that he was somebody that became a, one of the respected voices that that Josh Harris would talk to during the season and all that just for his input. Um, so I think that certainly helped. But, again, it's an advisory role. So um, I'm not based on how it – you know, again, if you asked me on whatever day at the end of the season, yes. But after Peter's hired, no. If you had to bet right now with that number oh. two pick – you said that they didn't say anything about Caleb Williams. I was trying to interpret what Kingsbury said about the type of quarterback he wanted. <laughs> he didn't help there. No. He didn't really help other than, you know, he said Patrick scramble. Mahomes, so then you think Caleb Williams. What would your bet be right now? Uh, man, I go back and forth, and this is going to sound like a wishy-washy answer, but, mm-hmm. but it's like it's hard because the one thing he did say is, well, you need to be able to move. Yes. Well, guess what? Both Drake May and Jaden Daniels can move. Different levels, and, though. Yeah, but one moves a whole lot better. He does, but one also gets hurt a whole lot more. Mm-hmm. And that's a, that would be, a, to me, for Daniels, like there's a lot of electricity to his game. But that, when you see the hits he takes, you cannot, cannot survive that way in the NFL. I mean, you look at a lot of these guys who are running now, like what you know, you start to see – a wearing down and good to see Lamar Jackson bounce back. But you know, had a couple of years with that Jalen Hurts seemed to have some issues just with getting worn down a little bit, perhaps. Right. So I don't think you want, if you can, you, you can remove that from Jaden Daniels game, as far as like the hits he takes learning how to avoid those in the NFL. I think you go with him, you know, short, but you know, the, the, the attraction to may. And when you watch the film, like, 
Daniels was really, really good this year. Mm-hmm. And so it's, it'd be really hard to pass that up. But if you do, and like right now in the mocks, I've had the early mocks <clears throat> that you get asked about. I always, I keep putting May, but I think it's very, very even. And um, I can definitely see Daniels emerging in the end. And <clears throat> again, this is a wishy-washy answer. But John's like think- our $10 to 10K where we had two votes for one play, <laughs> two votes for the other play, and two yeah, votes for hard. the other. It's hard. Yeah, <clears throat> it's very hard because... Like, May has the prototypical size. The problem is, like, you see some of his games, like, you kind of some, sometimes came away, eh. Underwater. You want to see a little bit, right, you want to see a little bit better. The hard, the hard part with Daniels, again, like, you see the hits that he takes, and, like, you just can't survive like that in the NFL. And you cannot overlook that aspect. He's not a big guy. I mean, he's tall, which is great, and he throws a really good, he throws a really good deep ball. I think there's a lot, there's a lot that I really like about his game that's the part that would concern me. Can you protect yourself? If you can, then he's the guy. Is there any evidence from his college tape that he knows how to slide? And I'm not kidding. <clears throat> no, because he doesn't do it. I, he, he, and then again, that's I've seen just, the hits. I've seen the hits that are yeah, out there. He tried to hurdle a guy. <laughs> he tried to hurdle a guy against Florida State in the middle of the field, mm-hmm. and and the that what you expect to happen happened. Mm-hmm. That's that's the hard part. Now I admire. The competitiveness, you just have to say, like, listen, and you, and you, you know, a lot of times what people say, well, it just takes one hit in the NFL, and that's what you're going to you learn. Get. Yeah. Well, we saw Robert had a hard time learning that when he was here. Mm-hmm. And so not everybody gets that right away, and do you, and especially when you have that mindset. Now, the thing that, I mean, he does throw a nice ball. And the hard part in the evaluation for both those quarterbacks is one guy is thrown to two top 10 receivers, and the other guy is not. How much, now, that's not to say you automatically discount what he did. You can't because C.J. Stroud threw to a number of top you know, first-round picks. And you could see, like, well, you have to separate that. Like, and I asked someone about that. I said, yes, he's, he is. But then you're looking like, I think it was Jordan Reed, the draft analyst. I had him on there. It's like, how do you separate that? It's like, you do, but you also have to see, is he leading them into more? Is he, lead, you know, is he mm-hmm. making them better as well? And the answer is yes. All and, right, John. So, yeah, sorry. We've got to run. Watch the answer, man. Plenty John of time Kimes. to talk about it. John Kaim covers Thank the commanders for ESPN.com. Remember, get your vote on our $10 to 10K play at Junks Radio. We're going to settle on that before the end of the show. But coming up next, it is our Costco cookie challenge. We will mm. try the Costco cookies. You guys will say yay or nay. Don't go anywhere. Remember, worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.
You can go to at Junks Radio on Twitter. You can vote for which play we're going to make in our $10 to 10K wager contest that we uh, are setting sail with today. It's our maiden voyage. Hopefully we win this weekend, double it up next week. We'll take the best call of the week, which play that we like, which play that we love, and hopefully we build this 10 bucks into 10K. That's the, that's the goal. That's what we're trying for. So you can bet on either Harvard plus 8.5 at Cornell, Roma Moneyline versus Frosinone. I hope I'm getting that correct. Close enough. Or uh, Villanova laying 10.5 against the Hoyas. So go cast your vote. Uh, the leader at the end of the hour is the, the pick that we'll make, the play that we will make. All right, so uh, I, I was unaware that we were doing this. You heated this up? This is a I big did. ass cookie. Yeah, so. I mean, you, you don't eat this whole thing, do you? I would, 100%. Yeah. <laughs> like, I every might time. Eat two. <laughs> you would eat two of these now, monsters? Now, listen, I could eat this throughout a day. I don't think I could eat this at one sitting. Oh, I mean, it's it's a little bit bigger than a Panera cookie. Yeah, it's I'm not thicker. a cookie guy like I, you. I mean, I like cookies. But that looks like, like it would give you an upset tummy. It was somewhat controversial that Costco did it, but I think it's brilliant. Now they it's two forty nine. Okay. Like I'm I don't that know seems the, cheap. I don't know what the churro I was. This it like crumble cookie would yeah, be like six for, bucks. I think for Costco, two forty nine seems like kind of a high. Yeah, because a hot rate. dog is what? I mean, it's a hot dog. Isn't that one fifty? I don't know what it is, but Isn't a hot dog didn't they used to be like fifty yeah, cents but that's or something? Their bit. I mean it, everything else isn't price that low well a slice of pizza is not that expensive why well, ikea does the same thing yeah we should have the IKEA first thing that jumps to mind before i even taste the cookie just looking at the cookie without breaking it open it reminds me of the scene in casino where, where robert de niro sits down and he breaks open his blueberry muffin and there's like two blueberries in his muffin and he gets very salty he goes back and tells the chef mm-hmm. he wants the exact number of blueberries in every muffin he wants some consistency I'm sorry, this this cookie does not appear to have enough chocolate chips for... That's what you think. That, from but the that's, outside. From the outside, this yeah, is how you have to do the is. bit. It is thick. If you go to... That, I've, those I've, are the initial vibes I've seen, I'm getting. I've seen my daughter do the bit. The bit yeah. is you split it in okay. two. All right. Now, I this well, is... Drab brought up a good point, because I texted him. I was like, hey, I could pick up some cookies and we could do it. He's like, I like bits. Okay. He's like, but... They're not going to be. They're meant to be warm. Right. Yeah, they're not fresh. So this I is the tell, day this after. Is old and stale. But here's how you do the test cakes <laughs> okay, about yeah. the chocolate chip. Right. You, you open it up. Ah, okay. You got to crack. What do you, you think? To... What do you think? You're looking at it right now. It's on camera. Okay. Th- I mean, that's... I think there's a high volume of chocolate chips. I will say it looks more promising once you crack it open. And it's gooey. Okay. How long did you heat this? It was. We have the world's worst microwaves yeah. back there. I feel like mine needs a little more heat. Yeah, I did it for about thirty seconds. Like all of them at the same time? Or no, each two one? of them at a time. Now I will say it is more promising once once you crack it open. I think there's a high amount of chocolate chips. So hold on. Which I like. I didn't even know we're doing this bit. What is your claim that these are some sort of elite cookies? Is that what your no, claim is? I have no claim. Well, you're bringing it in somehow because it, 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 you loved it or something. 
Is that what it is? No, it just no, was in the news. It's okay. bit season. Bit. All right, so, okay. All right, so it's just like when, really when for six had their chicken, you and they, you wanted to see what the rage was. There was no challenge about is, like when we did peanut butter jelly challenge or whatever. No, I understand, but like remember when Popeye's chicken sandwich went viral and everybody had to have one? You're making so, it more complicated. Just what do you think? What's like, out of the blue? He likes cookies. Oh, the cookies just fell out of the ceiling. He's got a sweet tooth. He wants to talk about cookies. Okay. <laughs> no, nah, I mean we talk. I could do it with a slice of pizza too if you want, but I, it just it would. That it was somewhat viral about like I'm not complaining. Costco. I'm just wondering on where on the hell on, they mm. came from. Okay. So, right, so now we're eating. You're not, you're not vouching for this on any level. You're not saying it's good or bad. No, he wants our opinion. Okay. I can give you my opinion. All right, all right. All right. Hold on. Let me get a bite here. Had JP, have you taken a bite of this cookie before? Yes. Oh, well, he already So you, he must like them. If... I like them. Mm. It's like an eight and a half out of ten for me. Maybe Nate. I barely chewed it, and you're already giving your score. All right. I passed it to you boys in the, in the uh, behind the glass. There's one mm-hmm. huge cookie in there. First of all, you can't give me a I think it is cookie. a good value play, though, because this is like it would be better with vanilla ice cream on top. Yeah, oh, it would be you incredible with ice cream. I'm not a big milk guy. I basically will drink milk. Here's where I have milk. Obviously cereal. Cereal. Some in my coffee. Or with a warm brownie and or warm chocolate chip cookie. Right. I maybe didn't warm it up. Milk. Like now I could use a nice tall glass of like skim milk. No, this would be delicious like with this. Two scoops of vanilla ice cream. Was maybe, I, I may have shorted yours on maybe 10 to 15 more I seconds in the I microwave. Had, I feel like I need a little more heat. Yeah. I mean, it's certainly a good cookie, but I'm not going to say it's an elite cookie. I, I it's a Costco crumble, cookie. I would put crumble cookies. All of them over yeah. this. I actually I would, like this better than a crumble I mean, cookie chocolate this chip an eight, by far. I give it like eight and a half. I mean, it's very liberal. Yeah. Greater. I told um, you, guy's a dumpster right now. <laughs> no. This dumpster. is a solid seven. Maybe a seven. I don't and a think quarter. he's so much a chocolate guy, though. Cakes has always oh, been I'm, a. I know me some chocolate. What's your favorite cookie? Is it a chocolate chip? This is going to be very unpopular. See? In some circles. I knew no. <laughs> you, you can't be. He probably a likes real, a sugar cookie. No. Oatmeal raisin is a oh, delicious oh, cookie. Yeah. I like warm well, I'm going to tell you, and I know that offends some people. They hate oatmeal. It's not offensive. It's good. Costco but that's a cookie. I, I gave it an eight. I'll, I'll, I'll bump it down to an eight. But eight along your insane. oatmeal raisin, like my favorite cookie of just a place that you can pick up quickly, mm-hmm, yeah, is Potbelly. And what they've done is they've merged oatmeal with the chocolate chip. Well, that sounds that's like a, a bomb. Just, that's a, that's cookie. a great combination that they're doing there. Potbelly. Give them props. But, I mean, we talk about going to Costco wanna, all the time. Yeah, yeah, sure. You want to take this to the next level for me, and it's all personal preference. Throw a little mint in here. I'm a mint. A mint a chocolate mint? chip cookie? Oh, that's yeah. A weird, that's a if weird mix. If you put a little mint in here. Well, it's good. next level for me would be throw some Reese's peanut butter cups in this blicky. Right. I, I'm, 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 I'm newer to the Reese's. Which, if you want to go an aficionado, uh, Barnes & Noble they have a bomb cookie. Oh, they do. Has I, I'm convinced JP knows every cookie. He knows, uh, oh, he knows yeah. all the cookie Place, spots. Uh, yeah. In the world. I, I don't. You could put a big dollop of. All right, mint. I'm going to be honest with you. Six and a half. It's fair. It, it it's a fine cookie, but you gave me a day old cookie. I bet it, it would <laughs> probably not fair. It didn't come it right was, out of their oven. Yeah, so that hurts. So it. I, I, I'm that not going to hold this against Costco. <laughs> I, I, it's a little crispy. But you know what? Six and a half I is probably like good for Costco. If you think about it, I mean, you're eating it's a Costco. Cookie. <laughs> you're eating a Kirkland cookie. <laughs> it's I know. A a Kirkland cookie can only be so good. But I don't it can't mind be a doing 
Cookie reviews. We're all going to be so fat. <laughs> I, be you stealing my cookies. daughter's bit. Yeah. Well, I mean, no. I mean, I'll do any food review. I, I just like think eat. anything, maybe, we, you know, during bit season, if something comes up, Taco Bell has a new thing. Well, do you Why like not? Subway? I'm a, I'm a Subway guy. I'm old school. I like Subway. Now, I never get their cookies. Do you like their cookies? Otis, they're okay. They're always sitting there. They're I okay. literally they're made, never I, get them. I would rate them kind of like what you just rated. Are they rated still Otis Spunkmeyer cookies? At I don't think so. I don't, I don't know. I mean that. That's just that, the that's just the only uh, gooey cookie I know. I mean, of. those are the cookies. I'll be that, honest with you. When I was at Subway, when I was working at Subway, Potbelly we Pones Subway in the cookie game, in the Cookie Wars. Yeah, okay. but, and believe me, I'm not a cookie connoisseur like you. But my daughter loves when she's. She gets me at a weak moment. She'll go and, and, and I take her to crumble cookie. The crumble cookies, some of them are spectacular. This is a very yeah, minor some detail. But they Pot- change the flavors every week. At yeah. Potbelly, and again, this is I don't work for Potbelly. I'm not compensated by them. But that little attention to detail, when you order a milkshake. Oh, and you get the little cookie the on little the straw. tiny cookie around the straw. That's just, that's just <laughs> chef's kiss. Like, next level. All right, They're boys behind the glass. Uh-huh. I know Val Drab was like, we can't it's even eat the cookie because of their, their their diet, but you can take a little nibble. A I, took a, I took a nibble. Uh, took the a best part nibble. is the middle, by yeah, the way. Cork's texting me saying, I want you to make a statement this segment. Yeah, is Cork You're upset? Kidding. Is that he mad? Of, he's, he's a maniac. <laughs> he's a maniac. Well, unfortunately, the job comes first, Cork. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, the middle I, of the cookie, don't eat, because it is a day old. I would say definitely eat the middle where you got the melt. Yeah, the edges but hard. But hard. Yeah. And the insides are probably a six and a half, seven. But I don't know if I'd buy that. Not for two two and a half bucks. Give me, Were you I, a churro guy before? No. Who can eat that? I'm, Listen, I'm, a hot I'm the dog biggest guy. sugar head here. I'm, 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 I'm probably pre diabetic. Share that cookie. With I have 150 calories. Yeah. Huh? The, the cookie's 750 calories. 100. Like, percent I would and, eat that every time. And the next Costco board meeting, they should all sit around. They should. They have to price slash that cookie. If I'm gonna have make it a buck forty nine instead of two forty. If I'm gonna have 750 calories of sugar, give me a chocolate shake. Chocolate right. shake. Or the world's biggest old-fashioned. Like a lot of sugar in that, too. Yeah, the edges, yeah, yeah. The edges are, are very hard. Yeah. Right? The, the, it's not a fair I, representation. I know. I, tr- I, I, had, I had both. What I had the edges, a nibble of the edge, and a nibble of the middle. You the were edging, Valdez? Very, go- very gooey. <laughs> I love gooey. I mean, extreme. Do you like, like gooey? Is it, no. The, I like gooey. I know you but like the, a, some gooey, but. But, but the, <laughs> chocolate chip, the chocolate chip was melting. Yeah. Plus, it's. This is I don't like I don't like chocolate that much. Like I'm not the biggest chocolate. You're like cake. Right. Can you imagine though, if listen, it's a different contest, but if you did put two scoops of vanilla ice cream oh. underneath that, the thing would be If you put this banging. on the and bottom you heated it up a little bit and then yeah. you put some fudge. Well, exactly. that's a completely different item. You're talking about like was, a Sunday. Okay, right, <laughs> I wasn't I wasn't moved. I've I've had better cookies. I'm gonna give it up four. Ooh, wow. Ooh. That's all right. Mike Moore. You know, I'm going to judge it off the middle of the cookie because that's probably yeah, closer yeah. to what it was when you bought it. I think you guys are all just sleeping on it. The cookie was delicious. I give it a round eight. Mm. You know? All right. Put a little bit it a solid. Yeah. Because wow. it's a solid Ovi grade. All right. Let's go to Doug. Doug wants to chime in here on the cookie conversation. <laughs> the cookie junkie. He brings up a very good cookie, though. <laughs> Doug, what's up, man? Gentlemen, let my, my wife and daughter... Uh, uh, clued me into this cookie. You gotta try it. I swear you will not be disappointed. It's right. the Panera kitchen sink cookie. Ooh, the it's kitchen sink, the best cookie. Kitchen sink. Sorry, I, I, I'll tell you the chocolate yeah, chipper. They call it the chocolate chipper at Panera. Okay, that's definitely better than the Costco mm. cookie. What well, What are the items in the kitchen sink cookie? Pray tell. The, 
the kick the kitchen sink cookie has it's sweet and it's got little bits of pretzel in it so it's Ooh, sweet salted, and salty yeah. and, i like that and it is and maybe some gigantic. caramel too it's the size of your head mm. it, it it's huge they are expensive but they are worth it man just try it one time okay Thank you for that sage cookie advice you're giving us. Thank you. We appreciate <laughs> that. Right. Thank you, buddy. Thank you. All right. So you know how they say um, the way to a man's heart is through food? Yeah, through his stomach. Yeah. What's the exact cliche? Way to a man's heart is through his stomach. I, I can believe. think of a different way. In my heart, <laughs> mine's through my hog. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to say whoever came up with that. Might I want to say um, might have been a priest or something. Maybe we've been dating for a while, but for my birthday, my my wife got the only time she set up a picnic, but she brought <laughs> cookies. <laughs> And pie from all my favorite joints. Really? <laughs> Cookies and pie? That's uh, gratuitous. Can we do a pie thing? Sure. Can we to bring in some pies? <laughs> you brought in I'm some a, you brought in your pie, we, place no, please? If we're going to do a, we have to do the Subway cookie bit and the churro bit next. Oh, they do that. What's, they have the one footers. Churro? They have the foot Oh, they have the sidekicks the at, at Subway. Cookie, yeah. That's a great, great idea right next door. Subway. Like, if you buy a foot long, they're like, oh, you can buy, like, a, a, a foot long pretzel for, like, two bucks. Or a foot long churro for, like, another it's two bucks. definitely worth trying. All right. Sounds and they have delicious. a foot long cookie, which is supposedly the best item. Mm. That's, so, okay. Who does that? Subway. Subway? Yeah. Hmm. I just always get the same thing. I'm very boring at Subway. I just always get the Subway Club six inch. You never shake it up? No. At Subway, they got all those new sandwiches, <laughs> no. too? Lightly toasted American cheese. Pickles, lettuce. You do love pickles. Olives. Hey, you know what? That's mayo, we, oil, and vinegar. That's where you're different from Tiger. Tiger was making his In-N-Out burger yesterday on the course. Takes out the pickles. He said, not a pickle guy. Really? Yeah. Gosh. He also looked big to miss. be uh, popping whip. some Zins, it looked like. Oh, he did? Did you see? Oh, is he, <laughs> yeah, is he a Zin video. guy? That's yeah. hilarious. I'll show you the video. Everybody's I mean, a Zin guy except yeah. Flakes. <laughs> All right, coming up next, we will settle on our play for $10 to ten k. Don't go anywhere. Time now for Chasing 895 here on the Junks. When my man Ovi is hot, he's hot. Alex Ovechkin has scored goals in six straight games after scoring the 836th. Of his career against the Avs earlier this week. Ovi's 59 goals away from passing the great one. With 11 minutes remaining, Alex Ovechkin extended his goal streak to six with a one-timer from his office. Back right-hand side for Oshie. Out of Carlson again. Near side, and Ovechkin scores! Alex Ovechkin's goal streak is intact with exactly 11 minutes left. It's 4-3. to three. Thank you, John Walton, for the call. Chasing 895 is presented by Main Street Bank. Cheer local. Bank local. Put their team in your office. Visit mstreetbank.com for more information. Hopefully, Ovi makes it seven straight with the game against Montreal tomorrow night. What's he on pace for now? If you project it out, um, I'd have like to look. I don't low twenties, probably low twenties, between twenty and twenty-three. I would guess somewhere in that think. range. But it just takes you know, get a couple more like two and three game streaks. I mean, he was this close to having two in the last game. I mean, it yeah. went on the inside of the pipe and somehow didn't find the back of the net. I do think that even at that level, right? I don't think it matters. Confidence is is a huge factor, Definitely. and then when you start seeing the back of the net. You know, it's just going to give you that that little extra something that hopefully now he sees that happen more and more. 
All right, real quick, let's go to Ricky at Silver Spring. He wants to chime in on the uh, Tony Romo issue that we talked about yesterday. Ricky, what's up, man? Hamburger. Ricky. Hey, what's going on, guys? Hey, buddy. So or a few years ago, Romo was on with them, and he did the same thing back, I think it was like 21, CBS had it. He had like a little and, dribbler uh, on his uh, pants. I Googled it, and yeah. I did see another old <laughs> yeah. picture, and I, I, I doubted yeah. myself when I posted it yeah. that I posted the right one, but I did post the one from this week, which was... Yeah. I think in a New York Post story. So what's it? Yeah, he just he he, he, <laughs> he doesn't shake it enough, I guess. <laughs> yeah, doesn't, so doesn't do a good I have job. something that may con- I may I have something that may confirm it. I used to sell baseball cards and memorabilia. My dad's had a store in Silver Spring since like the seventies. Which one? The House of Cards. Shows. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right. And um, so we did shows all over the country, and we were in Chantilly, and Roma was there signing autographs this is probably like 10 years ago yeah and um i go into the bathroom and there's two urinals with no divider i go to the one urinal that's not occupied and i just follow protocol i stare at the wall ahead of me right and out of the corner of my eye i just couldn't help but notice but the dude next to me was like really excessively shaking his junk yeah to the point where i was like (laughs) is everything all right over there right and uh he just laughed and said yeah 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 so i finished go wash my hands and I look up in the mirror, and that dude was Tony Romo. So I'm pretty sure he's got some sort of issue going on. If he's, well, he you say this is 10 years ago. Now he's older, too. So, I mean, it just gets worse. As you it only older. gets worse. It only gets worse. So, so, I'm right. pretty hey, sure he's got something going on. Hey, by the way, is that house, the House of Cards is no longer, right? Uh, it's not in Wheaton. It's over um, on Tech Road. Where's that? Like Calverton area. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know where that is. There were people upset yeah. that we posted right. Thanks, man. the Romo picture yeah. on Twitter Seriously? and Facebook people and got upset Instagram. By that? Why would you get upset? It's, you know what? It's like, have they you listened to the show? Here's why. Now I know why. <laughs> what do you mean they're upset? Some people don't have a sense of humor. Some people but just, they thought it they, was too crass they don't think or something? Funny. Yeah. Yeah, you know what? Unfunny people. <laughs> exactly. I don't want to know those unfunny people. What What could possibly be the, just that it's too gross and they're just grossed out? Or are they being serious like... Like, it's like talking about porno or something. You know what I mean? Well, like, it's way different than porn. <laughs> I, mean, I know. Look, maybe if, that's what they're thinking. If here's one. Of one us, if one of us here's... walks back in this studio with a big, giant pee stain, I yeah. would hope somebody would take a picture of it and put it up on, on Twitter. <laughs> of right. course, like, JP posts this. Happen. He would be focused on Romo's D. I didn't even know about it. Cakes is the one who mentioned yeah, it. I pointed it out. And then I, I just put it up. You know why? Here's why I pointed it out. Because I saw it on Twitter. And I saw it, and I laughed, and I slapped both knees, and I thought it was funny. Here's another one. You guys are super infatuated with meats. <laughs> well, that is true. I mean, if you don't think it's funny, if, I'm sorry. Meat, you, meat's if, funny. If you think that pongi humor is not funny, then this is yeah. not the yeah, show yeah, for I mean, you. Why do you think Valdez walks around with a picture of Tiger yeah. <laughs> and his dong on his phone? Yeah. Here's another one. People are so stupid. Is this what we're wasting oxygen talking about? Yes. Yes, <laughs> yes it is. Oh, I'm going to reply. Yes. <laughs> I, I don't usually reply to, to the comments on Instagram. There you go. Yes. So yes, how does exactly. that? So hold on. I would assume that people that follow the Instagram page are just people that enjoy the show. I would think so too. Uh, they don't stunned. get it. They don't. No, they want your hot. They want your hot Jaden Daniels <laughs> breakdown. No, I'm going to get Kevin McCarthy to give that. <laughs> yeah. This guy says, "Really, this is sports talk at its finest. Any other man concerned with another man's department is <laughs> sus." Yeah. Right. I mean, first of all, that guy's they way haven't listened to our show. <laughs> sus in some sort of post. Hey, we're the sus junkies. <laughs> yeah. How do you know how old he is? 
I know he's old enough that he shouldn't be using sus. That's for like 15-year-olds. What if he is 15? There's no chance that person's 15 years old. 15-year-olds posting on our Facebook page. Yeah, it's just not. Probably 50. Find me a 15-year-old into Facebook. I'll wait. Hey, we need to come up with our uh, play. All right. So let's check out the uh, Junkies Poll of the Day brought to you by Van Meter Homes. Our $10 to 10K play. There were three choices. Harvard plus eight and a half at Cornell. Roma. And then Villanova minus ten and a half against the Hoyas with fifty five percent of the vote. We're riding with Villanova. Oh, poor Ed Cooley. I hate sweating like ten and a half points. I don't think you're gonna be sweating much. I think it's gonna be pretty Boat race city. Pretty much, yeah. Wow. Have Somebody you seen some of the Georgetown results this year? I just wow. Hasn't okay. been good. Somebody tweeted us they're going tonight. It's tonight? With all yes. their boys, yes. and they have a lot of money on Villanova. No. <laughs> well, all right. Oh, it's a good all right. Here so it is. So from, we're in. From, at, from Dawn, we have a large group of us going to the game and a large chunk of money on Nova. <laughs> oh, Enough right. money to buy us all a very nice dinner go, with drinks. Go Wildcats. All right. If we, if we hit, then we're going for, uh, we put 20 up next week. <laughs> <laughs> for Cake, CB, I'm JP. Everybody have a great weekend. Three-day weekend. Be Mitch and Finley next. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 